conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media, and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Row. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Roe, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roe.co slash andysgirls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash andysgirls. Sign up today. Yesterday afternoon, a woman screamed that I was a slut. Guys, Bethany Frankel is homeless again. I've never been in the hospital, but I can tell you if I was, I'd love my worst enemy to be at my bedside. <laughs> Hello, guys. Guys, that was shaky. It was Andy's girl. <laughs> guys, Sarah laughed at her own punchline before she spoke it. <laughs> that's, my, that's my new tagline. I just guys. wrote this joke. And I'm not going to finish it because it's a hilarious one. <laughs> um, hello guys, and welcome to Andy's, Andy's Girls. Girls. It's episode 23. Oh I my God. Like it's been half of my life has been talking Andy's Girls. If it was like out, these are hours. Oh my God, it's been a full day that we've oh talked my about God. Real Housewives. That's so crazy. We've loved it. We, we love loved it. it. Loved it. We've loved it. We've hated it. We've slapped and we've cried. We've laughed into the mic directly. We've cried. Um, yeah, it's been thrilling. Five stars. Mm. No, one star? No, I was just thinking, like, it really has been an interesting season. I would have said, I've heard a lot about how this is, like, the best season of Housewives ever. Jeff Lewis said that on Watch What Happens Live. Oh, I did watch that. And um, and I was like, huh, like, and it has been a really exciting season. I don't know where it, like, falls in the grand canon of, like, all Housewives seasons. Um, it definitely, like, took a dip for me. And then I started to feel, I mean, I guess it's a good season if I start to feel angry. But, uh, yeah, I feel really, like, complicated by the outcome of this season. I think that there were some moments that were among the great moments for RHONY, but I think that there were some really shitty episodes too that kind of balanced it out. And the fact that the women never got to go on, you know, their fabulous international destination, True. I thought was an issue. The bleeding thing I was really done with. Um, I think that there were just some moral low points, <laughs> like the Berkshires. I mean, Can you think of that other was great theater. It was great. I mean, Luann's responses didn't make you feel like you wanted to kill yourself. I mean, she was still entertaining at, like, low points, which I appreciated. Coming back from, or I'm sorry, like, looking back at, like, every season of Housewives, can you think of other moments where you really felt you were, like, you were questioning, like, people's moral character yeah and i and i know that that's true like i know that there are people but i guess mean people that you personally liked or felt like you were rooting for and then they sort of showed something that you were like wow um like who are my heartbreakers yeah like i mean i know that you've we you know everyone who listens to this um i'm struggling including me <laughs> i know that you, this has been an interesting season for you particularly because you were such a diehard bethany fan and this the outcome of the season was, you know, you feel like you're leaving with a complicated relationship with her, more so. 
So I'm just wondering if like anybody else you've ever had that relationship with anybody else. I mean, not to bring up our boo, but Joe Varon, I'd say, had a complete turnaround. Either we saw more of her than we had before season three and got to see the real Jill, or fame just really fucked her up and got to her. I mean, I think that was a rough go. The way that she tried to produce the show season three greatly affected my um, previous love of her. Um, not but, but don't you think that people would argue that that was a great season of Real Housewives of New York? Oh, it was my favorite season. So season three, there were moments this season um, during the Dorinda lingerie party with John, where John was trying to fuck with Bethany and she like essentially ate him. Um, that was like a, a huge, phenomenal, entertaining moment. But season, So I remember t- us talking and me saying that I thought this season was going to be better than season three, which for me was the greatest season in the Real Housewives of New York franchise specifically, just because it was so on point. Do you... So, I don't know. I mean, let's just jump right into the, the fact that news broke. <laughs> and I say news ironically, I suppose. But the streets are talking. The streets are whispering, and they are <laughs> saying that allegedly producers informed Bethany. So here's a story that I heard, guys, from the streets. That basically, like, an intern texted a friend, or a PA texted a friend, and they, like, talked about the behind-the-scenes of the Luann-Bethany conflict. Regency, Michigas, right. And they sort of both corroborated that like they had the same story because one was an intern and one was a PA so like they had overlap working for housewives and it all like kind of adds up to say that Luann and Tom had filmed a scene or something at the Regency the Wednesday night the, the Wednesday. night before she flew to Florida yes yeah, so um she wrapped up or left or whatever went back to her home to pack for the trip and went to bed Meanwhile, producers who weren't going on the trip stayed behind, I guess, to um, load out and have some drinks then. And I guess Tom stayed behind with them, or I don't know what, but Tom was there. They saw Tom get drunk and kiss um, that woman at the bar and took photos and then sent them to Bethany because they didn't know how to get that on the show without having someone deliver the news, and I guess they decided it was Bethany. Um, And allegedly the reason that she was late to the trip to Miami was because she was negotiating with producers that the only way she would do this, you know, dirty deed for them is if she would get a producing credit next season, although it is rumored that she's an uncredited producer this past season. Um, But she was late because she was negotiating a new contract to say that she'd be a producer for next season, and then, and that she also, like, needed to have more information to support it so that she knew that it really was true so she wanted to talk to bartenders or servers who were there to also like confirm that it was tom and to confirm what time and so that she had all the information going in um which i think is smart and sound and like maybe part of that is human and her wanting to be like well if i'm gonna do this thing that's gonna be heartbreaking for somebody at least let me make sure that it's like true and i'm not just like listening to a boat like having a photo out of context and just trusting the producers. So I guess I think that that's cool. Um, so anyway, she I let, I did that, as we saw on television, and that's that. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. I know that uh, my friend Sarah, my co-host, who's staring at me very intently because she is understanding what I'm saying right now for the first time because um, she was confused prior. Guys, so, I was a little confused. So Andy then tweeted, and you sent me this tweet, where someone said, like, are you going to address that you sent, like, the picture of Luann or Tom to Bethany and he said I wish we could talk about it or like I wish I had talked about it but I definitely didn't do that he like sent a tweet that said like that they said like producers sent the picture and he said he responded to someone and said no he sent a he sent like a non-denial denial where he said that he didn't he either chose not to understand what was being asked of him or truly didn't understand the question where someone was like did this happen and he said he was saying something like well, if the crew was there, then they would have been filming and we would have had video of Tom and this woman, which oh, doesn't make any sense. And it was really like... That's true. It was a real... It was just sort of avoiding what was being asked. And then on the reunion last night, part three, he did ask Bethany, 
who sent the photos. And then I started thinking like, is this some sort of like weird play where it's like they're performing their own mini performance in the midst of this other thing where he knows the answer and he's asking her and he knows that she won't respond. And then Lou goes on watch what happens and she says, isn't it weird that Bethany won't tell me who it is? And it's like Lou's publicist must surely is reading these reports that it was something from someone from production. So wouldn't they want to get this response on camera because it really I think it looks it reflects terribly for Bethany if it's true I think it does I think it shows that she's super manipulative I think it shows that she's only interested in the business side and not this friendship it means that her losing her shit but we know that's true right I know but it means that her losing her shit and talking to her friends about whether or not she should do it was a complete lie it means that her crying after Luann walks off but I think that was real emotion because she felt like a shit for doing it and she did it for those other reasons she did it for the business she did it for but she felt i think she i mean even her watching it back yeah she was she felt it something yeah, yeah i mean i don't know what was genuine and what was acting but like she emoted that she felt badly and i think like i think luann and tom's relationship is very strange yeah like i don't i'm not I am not blind, though my eyes were sealed shut this week from the allergies. <laughs> um, but I, you know, she clearly loves him and is, con- and, and is at least continuing to say that she loves him. I don't think that that's lost on Bethany. Like, everyone talked about how happy Luann had seemed. Bethany didn't, Bethany felt badly for doing that. However, she chose to do it on camera. And she also chose to, like, tell those other women first. Like, so, like, that is all calculated, to me, that's all calculated producing. Not necessarily by her, but I'm just saying, like, Somebody, to me, that's, like, weird. Like, your response is, isn't it your response to tell the person first? Or, or as Luann said, like, tell Dorinda, like, let her tell me. If you're not my friend and don't want to break it to me in a gentle way and actually don't care about me and don't care about this relationship, like, then tell Dorinda, who's my friend. And Dorinda was like, you know that, like, Carol and Bethany aren't friends. And she has nothing invested. Right, and it feels like gossip. And why are you doing it on the last day of the trip to Florida? It doesn't make any sense. Like, why? It just feels do like you're it... building a story. Right, to me. it does. And, and that's why I got so upset when I started reading this stuff because it felt like it was so overly manipulated. And I don't like that feeling. I mean, I know that there is some manipulation for these shows, but I don't like the idea of housewives being given the opportunity to work with production to fuck over another castmate. I think that's really shitty and way too much power because then if she's a producer next season, doesn't that give her the ability? What if she does something really shitty and God forbid she actually realizes it is? What's her contract with Bravo if this is true that says um, I won't have any say in the creative? Because if if she's a producer, she surely would have say in the creative. I mean, I don't know if... Let's say this is all true, and I guess we, we're assuming it is because it does honestly make some sense. Mm-hmm. What, what is the point of getting a producer credit? Because I could see it really fucking with how this show is done, and it gives her way, way, way too much more, too much power than what she already has with her friendship with Andy. I mean, I thought it was weird. I thought that Andy's behavior during the reunion last night toward Lou, I felt like he was really digging a lot. And that whole weird thing with Ramona of like, I think Ramona knows something. Ramona, do you I know something about Tom? I think that was edited Tom? to be something. I like don't doubt that Tom is still a skis, but like yeah. that was that whole way it was created dramatically was just like, was too like, was to look bad. It wasn't because she was like, no. And like, if it was edited differently with like different music and like wasn't lingering on her and then Andy, I don't know that I would have felt like it was a thing. But now I'm like, oh, it, did she really have something? Or was she just being coy and right. Andy like leaned coy? into right. it to make it a moment? That's yeah. what it felt like a little bit. I think I think a couple things. Um, I think Andy is part of the machine. He's a cog in it too. So he, I mean, his, it's his job to cre- make the reunion dramatic and to have those moments and to lean into them to make them. So like if Ramona was being coy or if she was just acting or if she was just being funny, if he leaned into it, it allowed production in post to make yeah. it a moment. Um, I wish that he had been, I thought wish he had taken Bethany into a lesser extent Carol to task for the way they treated the other women because I felt like, you know, that Bethany had that moment where she was like, that's the moment you've all been waiting for was like the fight between her and Carol about Carol being late and it was like, one, it was so stupid, it didn't need to be brought up at the reunion because the, but the bigger issue was that Bethany and Carol were mean to everybody. You know, that's like, the way it seemed watching it, the way they behaved in the Berkshires. So, like, no one wanted to talk about Carol and Bethany being in a fight about Carol being late. They wanted to talk about, like, I wanted Andy to take Carol to task for not really making any effort to have friendships with the women 
with for avoiding Luann for six episodes for you know for Bethany for them for them behaving the way they did and he didn't really hold them accountable like he, he had no problem calling things out about the way Dorinda or Luann or Ramona were behaving but I felt like he didn't hold Bethany accountable for the things that she did this season in any way he wasn't like well, it did seem like you were, or why did you do? It was sort of like she said, like, he asked about her relationship, and she was like, well, I already did that once. I'm not going to do it again. And it was like, cool. Well, when you asked that question to Ramona before about her marriage that was crumbling, you pushed her about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right, you're she not, responded you're, back. So I, that, that's the part of me that already feels like Bethany was sort of an, un, I mean, not was, I, I is an uncredited producer already, that she didn't show a lot this season personally. She could, like, play up the fact that, like, it was because she and her ex were going through a hard divorce and, like, child wasn't allowed to be on the, on the show. I think it also, like, I read something in one of these, like, deep cut blogs that I was following then about how, like, the therapy sessions that she had last season were, like, built into her contract, like, that they had to film a couple of her therapy sessions in order to make her look more human and emotional. What? And I was like, oh, that's so interesting. Wait, that she forced them to do it? That she said, like, in order for, part of her contract said that they had to, like, film, like, four of her therapy sessions last, I guess, her first season back in order to, like, humanize her and make her look, it just just to make her emotional and, like, give her other layers. Yeah. Um, And that, yeah, there were a couple other things, but it was just, like, Oh, interesting. Like, so this all sort of feels like she makes these demands and she's such a, she's, you know, such a get for the show that they are willing to sort of go at to these lengths to keep her. However, allowing a housewife to be a producer and be a credited producer at that, I mean, it's really just entirely, like, it's it basically saying that it's all, it's rewarding the behavior that Lisa and Nini and, and Bethany have done which is to like stop living their life on television and just start producing other women's lives on television which is unfair to me as a person who's watching like I get the like idea that they're fabulous because they're rich or they're the funny one or whatever but I want to feel like I'm watching real people to some extent I know the situations are produced but like let me see them live their life and if they don't want to show anything then that's like not fair um and it it just feels it's totally unbalanced then so then Bethany's always going to be the top dog because she's their boss in that respect, you know? Well, that's what Brandy was saying about LVP, right? During the season when there was that episode where it went from, like, a special episode of Beverly Hills straight into the premiere episode of Vanderpump Rules. So L- Brandy said, I don't even remember if it's in conversation with us or with other outlets after the fact, that LVP asked her to meet with Eddie Cibrian and Brandy's, like, the mistress, the woman that broke up their marriage, Sheena, who's a cast member of Vanderpump Rules, and Brandy said that LVP told her, I'd like you to film with Sheena at, um, not Pump, at, not Villa Blanca, at Sir, I guess it was, whichever restaurant, maybe it was Villa Blanca, yeah, Sir or Villa Blanca, um, and sit down and meet with her because that was the transition into the premiere episode of uh, Vandy Rules. Now, LVP is not a producer on Beverly Hills, but she is on Vanderpump Rules, and that was an example of a housewife manipulating production for the betterment of her show. Now, it wasn't the franchise, like the major player, but certainly, you know, LVP had a vested interest in making sure that this plot point carried over to her spinoff. I mean, it worked in her favor in the sense that it like it worked well, but that balance, I don't know how that shifts back because if you know that this person has a spinoff show where they are accredited EP or producer and they're still filming the major franchise show, I don't know how people kind of maintain well, they also, support. They also need to maintain the relationship with Lisa for Vanderpump Rules to keep going because she yeah. has a stake in that. So they need to make sure that they don't piss her off so much on Housewives that she, like, wants to... Like, they need to... And that can't be totally bad business, you know? Right. So, yeah, I mean, it does... This is, like, the idea that Bethany would be a credited producer just feels like 
it's it's a little bit to me. I don't know. I kind of feel like it's the end of an era because it's going to turn it like it's going to turn into something different, and then and other locations would want that too, right? If I mean, you were... I would think if I was Nini or Lisa Vanderpump, I would say if you want me to come back for another season, I want I want to be an EP, and that's both for creative and also for cash. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, if it's for creative because, but also here's the thing. Okay, so I think that, like, and I don't mean to patronize you or to our listeners if this is, like, well-known, but I think, like, every, every producer has a different role. And so, like, the people who are sending those photos of, allegedly sending those photos of um, Tom to Bethany, like, they want to make good TV. Andy, when Andy, when Bethany said that thing on Watch What Happens Live about, like, Andy, I know you wanted me to be softer or, like, yes, more light. Yes, and he immediately was, like, stricken. Um, I don't think that's not true. Like, I don't know that Andy was necessarily pleased with the version that, of Bethany that was on the show. But he, because he's an EP, he's, like, he just gets kind of, like, he gets to give notes back after he sees a cut of the show. Like, he hears how things are going, but he's not in the field. He doesn't know, like, day-to-day stuff. So if he sees that this, like, if he wasn't happy with the... The fact that producers planted that picture to Bethany, he may have needed to ask that question in order because he felt like that's how he needed to be real was like to be like, how did you find this out? Because I don't agree with this decision. You know what I mean? If she's a if she's a coming on as an EP with credits, though, he also needs to sign off on that decision. I imagine, but I don't really know the legality and the technical. Like I don't know how much you know Andy is the boss overall of all of them. I just don't understand. It's like I want to know what happened. Meanwhile, there's like a page six thing this week too that according to a source who Luann has Luan, said. Luann like sucking a dick and yeah. speaking in French or something. <laughs> that Luann was in the bathroom at the Regency. Jesus Christ with the Regency. Like sucking something off somebody and making sounds in French, which is phenomenal. Um, the only problem with that, and they said it was like a housewife source. The only problem was that she was in... Pennsylvania at a family funeral with Tom, Mm -hmm. like legit. And she has said to press outlets that she thinks it was a housewife. I don't know if she's outright said that it was Bethany, but she certainly hinted. Yeah. She certainly hinted that it was. But it's just all so weird. And I, if anyone has listened ever to this, and then you know me that like I never defend Bethany, but like contacting page six seems like a real more of a Ramona Luann move than like a Bethany Frankel move. But I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe Bethany is, I don't know. She just, it just seems weird to like, it's not like they're filming right now, so it just seems like a weird thing to Oh, no, it. Bethany has 100% leaked stories to Page Six. Okay. 100%. 100%. As has Jill. Tom's done it to Radar Online. Um, <laughs> I'm sure Ramona has because, uh, well, she's at least leaked responses when that, when she like got fired from that dumb extensions company or whatever, which was such bullshit. I just... Um, Sonia's tried to, or at least she squeals when she's included. Um, I, it's a tool that people use, especially in New York, when it's like Gossip Central. And I don't know, I just, it felt, I felt a little dirty, honestly, when I was like looking through those texts and it just made me kind of like grossed out because it's, it's so weird to say, but there's almost a part of the housewives that's sort of pure. Like they are fucked up, crazy women going through Michigas. There's some stuff that's obviously that people are playing into or whatever, but it just felt like a huge leap to have Bethany participate in something that was it just felt to me like it was warfare against another housewife and then I have to like look at her behavior and I'm just really disappointed in her I genuinely am I thought her behavior in the reunion was unconscionable and then I was watching the reunion last night and following the um show hashtag online and people are truly split I mean I was talking with some friends on social media as well and genuinely people are entirely split either they are used to og of the nyc bethany frankel being zero fucks no bullshit and they block buy into it a hundred percent or they are team lou and think that bethany and um carol what's her face are mean girls and that's it there's like no in between it's so it's like almost strange to me and i feel like the bethany fans are not and listen i count myself as one of them and have been a devoted fan for many years but it's like they're not actually watching the show as it happens they're they're they have such support for this person that when she behaves reprehensibly they immediately like spin and Mm -hmm. think of some sort of excuse to defend her and i'm just confused by it um, Luann was on Watch What Happens Live this week and she said something or no, I'm sorry she didn't say something but they did a poll of like whose side yes, are you on I wanted and to ask she you about lost um, Bethany it was like 73% 72%. that's a huge number yes um, which 
you know, okay, and I thought, like, was Jeff Lewis was on Watch What Happens Live, like, at some point this week, and he commented, you know, like, oh, yeah, like, if I would want to know if someone cheated on me, and then I'd want to, then I'd ignore it and blame the person who told me. You know, other, in other words, saying Luann ignored what information Bethany told her, and then blamed Bethany. Uh, and I was like, is that what people think? Because, like, I'm not pro-Tom, and I don't think that, like, and I don't know that I understand Luann's decision to stay with him, but I still feel like on the heels of the Berkshires and slut-shaming and on the heels of a season of not showing anything personal, it felt really um, targeted, mean-spirited, and the, the reaction, like, wasn't, like, that she didn't get the reaction from Luann that she wanted, and so then it was, like, more meanness. And the fact that another person on the show, Carol, is, doesn't have, like, if that's your real friend, or your show, a friend of the show, whatever, like, the fact that there was no dialogue between the two of them, where she, where anyone told Bethany that her actions were questionable, or seemed malicious, or seemed targeted at Luann, or the fact that, you know, like, you're going through something really serious right now with your divorce, and you, like, not that you can't, like, she can't stay on the show, you can't show it, but, like, you're going through a divorce, like, you know how hard it is, like, do you really, like, do you want to be the person to do this? I mean, it's too late, it's all on camera now. Or she might be saying, I'm going through a really horrible divorce, I'm trying to save Luann from that by showing her the kind of guy she's I would have liked to have have heard her say that, but... She won't do it, it, because she's so caught up in her own shit. But She thinks that she's the truth-sayer, and that's all there is to it, and it's like, there's so many other levels of how, it's not... There was I was reading um, our friend of the uh, friend of the podcast, president of the Real Housewives Institute's uh, Brian Moylan's Vulture recap, and he said that it wasn't about for that they were both despicable. He's like, there's no winner in this; they're both fucked, but he and they're both evil, whatever. But he said Luann's issue is that when Luann misbehaves, it's about the content. Like Luann saying that Bethany was having an affair because with a high school friend's husband. Like Luann knew that that wasn't true but was like reaching for something to fuck with bethany and bethany's issue isn't necessarily the content it's the delivery like bethany instead of presenting to some information that she has to someone like a friend she goes out of her way to make it as cruel and mean as possible and then she'll continue with that so bethany may make good points along the way but it's so clothed and cloaked in like mean nasty crap that it's hard to support either person i just think if what? I think on the I mean the, on the heels of the Berkshires, we knew that there was no love lost between Luann and Beth. Yeah, and it made the, no sense for her to give her that information. So it made no there's sense no trust, for her. There's no trust. There's they no hate trust, each other. These and, women actually there, hate each other. It wasn't coming out of a place of friendship or concern. Like it wasn't like, and I believe like when Bethany said like I don't want to do this, I believed that, and now I feel like she didn't want to, but she did feel like she had to for personal gain. And now and she loves gross. that she did. I genuinely think that she does. And one of our listeners sent us the cover of um, Us magazine this week, which I didn't read the article, but there was some little thing that she did with like video or something that I did see where she called Lou a cockroach. And I'm like, you go out of your way after the fact, having no idea of how some. Uh, at least a small piece of your fan base is disgusted by how you've spoken to Luann, the slut shaming, the everything else. That's really kind of concerned with how, and angry about how she's behaved, and she just continues it. I don't think it's going to end. I think she's being rewarded for bad behavior if she is given a producer credit, and we're never going to get the Bethany back because she has nothing at stake now. I think if she was smart, she would look at how this could uh, potentially affect her empire if people really turn away from her. If she becomes like a total twat, which I think she's really like eighty percent there. There is that percentage where. If she has some sort of crisis manager or assistant who comes from family money and doesn't need to like pay for insurance or the rent or something, someone to sit her down so she doesn't really have those kinds of friends and say like, you are acting like a douche on camera. This is going to affect your business. You need to look at it. If you're strategic enough to make sure that people are filming your therapy session so you look softer, why not just be a better person and save us all a couple extra shoot days? Like. Why not just look in the mirror and say, I have become really successful. As a result, I have sacrificed a level of morality, empathy, or humor, and I need to figure out how to get that back. Maybe not so she can go to TV heaven, but just in order to 
turn around how she currently appears. I don't know. I, I don't know that she needs it based on that poll. Like, it seems like people are on her side in that. How is that possible? And you know I'm her number one person, and I just don't see it. Like, Bethany doesn't live here anymore. There is a different person than that I fell in love with, that I love, that I adore, whose spinoff I own all three seasons on iTunes because I do watch them on occasion. And I just don't know. She's not the same person that she was then. And she's like a, she's not a, she's not like a nice, not that she was completely innocent, but the success has warped her in a, a weird way. And I don't see it coming back. And she's so entirely self-absorbed and self involved and it's shady to me and I mean there was this dumb article that I sent to you um that guys was like New York Magazine or something there was a, a reporter that went to actually it was also Us Magazine's like most stylish thing or whatever and the heading of the article the headline of the article was like essentially like Bethany was a twat like it was like Bethany Frankel was a douche well it, the person the reporter um they only would let the reporter talk to like the quote-unquote celebrities on the red carpet and then when they asked Bethany about the leaked text messages that came out that suggested that she was um, given the pictures from production of, of Tom and his, you know, woman he kissed, that she, like, barked back, like, what are you talking about? And, like, that would never happen ever on this show. Like, she was, like, really nasty. And the headline suggested, like, Beth, like a, it was, like, a, a horrifying interaction with Bethany Frankel or something. Meanwhile, a, a friend on Facebook who's really trying to convince me that um, Bethany is still the Bethany that remains sent me some dumb comp. I'm so sorry for listening. Um, <laughs> sent me this like ridiculous compilation of like why the tide isn't completely turned against Bethany because like she's still great. And it was like these things that didn't make any sense of, you know, she's so funny. And it's like, well, when? Like, when the season was she funny? Like, there were some instances, but that's not enough for me. I mean, me. she has good one-liners, but she also might have, like, a good... Like, she might have a good producer who writes her good jokes in her interviews. Yeah, like, I think I mean, she like has they, good one-liners, but they're counterbalanced by all of the mean shit that she's and done. And again, like, they're funny, but they're often at the expense of other people, which is okay, except that, like... I just will never ever stop saying this. Like, she doesn't show anything, so, like, she can't be the butt of the joke because there's nothing to talk about other than her vagina bleeding, which is, like... Which isn't like, sorry, it's I not interesting. Caring. Well, I also stopped caring because there, the well of love that I had for her is quickly being depleted. And something that Dorinda said last night was like, you need to understand that you're the kind of friend where when I interact with you and leave, I feel bad. She said that, and Bethany didn't really have Bethany a response. Bethany said, I feel the same way when I'm with you. She said, well, this the, during this reunion, I feel the same way. And it's like, sweetie, you're, you're filming a reunion. People are going to be a top crazy during the reunion because you're going through everything and people know that they need to deliver. Like... I thought Dorinda, through the reunion, has been kind of a rock star. I mean, aside from, like, wanting to continue the Coke conversation, we <laughs> all know that it's snowing every time. It's winter whenever she goes out with John and sometimes when she's alone. Um, but I thought that Dorinda really brought it. She was expressing herself really well with being incredulous about the manner in which Bethany delivered the news, with just saying to Bethany, like, you are a bully to people, yes. and this is crazy. And also saying to Luann, I'm disgusted and I'm still freaked out by what your fiance how he behaved toward me yeah, I feel like there wasn't enough conversation about that like I feel like Luann didn't speak to that like enough like she didn't respond enough Luann tried pretending that it hadn't happened and then just had a response that was like I, I mean you know it was something that Tom did I mean I thought it was gross I think Tom threatening Dorinda to this day makes no sense and Lou trying to defend it was insane speaking of Lou and things that are insane at the very end of the reunion Lou saying that she was to blame for Tom cheating like she said like I wish we had never had this fight intimating that because she cheated because she and Tom thought that was the reason that he cheated which I was like sweetie you are too old for this and you like, have gone through several smart. it was just it... and I think she believes it which is what was so sad to me I was like is it that he's that horrible of a guy that he's convinced you or no do you just genuinely believe if I hadn't acted like a perfect countess that he like that's the reason that he went out because I wasn't being just wonderful because I'm a human person and we fought. I thought that was weird to me and such a sad way for Lou to end 
this season. I thought it was kind of yeah. shady and shitty. I also thought when Jules was, <laughs> when Andy was asking Lou if he was going to like invite Dorinda and Sonia to the Florida wedding, and Jules was trying to be supportive, and she's like, well, you know, we had bridesmaids that had dated Michael in our wedding too, and I was like, sweetie, like she was doing it to be sweet, but I was also like, honey, you're you're splitting up right now. <laughs> like things are not going well. Like, yeah. She that was that was sort of a strange I, that's, moment. Yeah, to I me. forgot about that. That was funny. Um, I was like into it, and then I was like, wait a minute, though, they're divorced or getting divorced. What did you think about Sonia and Dorinda? I thought that going seemed, at each other. I thought it was interesting that Sonia seemed so offended yet wasn't offended by Bethany. Bethany and I don't know if that's like rooted in whatever like show friendship like co-worker friendship Bethany and Sonia really have off camera I mean it does seem like they're pros and that Bethany is very amused like thinks Sonia's funny and sharp and like she is sort of necessary for the show in that respect so I was like, they just have like a, a mutual understanding like that that hat scene had to happen in order for Bethany as a businesswoman to look like she gave a shit about her business and say like, this cheater brand is fucked. Because like, it was weird to me that Sonia seemed like she really took issue with the not being invited to the Berkshires. And maybe it was because she felt like Dorinda was fucking with her money because as we've talked about before, allegedly, or, but I think pretty much... Yeah, no, I think it's confirmed. That Sonia and Luann were in different types of contracts right. where they were paid per scene opposed to, like, whatever they were getting for the whole season. So, you know, if, if Sonia was like, I'm going to get kicked out of an episode, maybe two episodes, and she felt like Dorinda was the person, I mean, according to Bethany last night, she told Dorinda that she could invite Bethany, I mean, uh, invite Sonia, and that she still would have gone to the Berkshires. I don't remember hearing that before, but Dorinda co-signed it, so clearly it was true. Um, or they agreed that it was true. Uh, so I don't know. I thought it was interesting that Sonia seemed unhappy with, that unhappy with Dorinda, but I have to assume that it had to do with her cash. Yeah, yeah. I 100% uh, Yeah, do you mean, do you have any other insight into it? Because like, I, I don't quite understand, like, it seemed like a strange, like, act Yeah, I think that Sonia's scared of Bethany to some extent and feels like Dorinda is an easier person to sort of rumble with. Like, she doesn't think that she could get away with that with Bethany because Bethany would maul her. But I also think that calling Dorinda the village idiot was so weird to me when Dorinda's the person that's like straddling several different groups within this cast and is Bethany's being upset that Bethany thinks like Dorinda's the village idiot because Dorinda's like, because Ramona hasn't directly fucked with me at this point, I'm going to like continue my friendship with her until something changes. Like, Bethany's upset that she cannot change Dorinda's opinion of other people's behavior until it directly affects her. So Bethany's a, like, you're an idiot. And Dorinda's like, no, I'm actually just not naturally mean. I I also, I, I also think that what, am independent. what is annoying about that is, like, if we're supposed to accept, like, if Bethany is a producer and we're supposed to, she knows it's good, what makes TV, it's like, there has to be somebody like Dorinda who tells people what's happening because yes. otherwise people are just talking about each other behind their backs and there's no conflict and like what what makes housewives to me as a person who loves consuming them is like the so the social game in them and that like carol and bethany argue like friends talk behind their back when they made fun of jules house and like jules wait and she called them out on that and they were like that's real life like people talk about each other and it's like that is absolutely correct like i talk about my friends not in bad ways, but, like, comments, and sometimes they're funny, and sometimes they're mean, and sometimes they're great, or whatever, and they're good, a lot of times they're good and supportive, of course, like, it's just natural, talk about family the same way, but we're not watching that back on a television, and we're not, and someone else isn't coming to us to say, like, you know, so-and-so said that, like, you look like you gained 10 pounds, which is, like, something that, like, if I heard my friends say to me, might hurt my feelings, even if I know it, and I know that they know it, (laughs) but if I heard it on TV, and they were, like, making a joke about, like, he put on some weight, like, at a party, my feelings might be hurt, and I would confront them because I would be hurt. And also because I know that, like, that's how I have to, like, I have to resolve it, right? Because they're my friend. So, like, that's why I love watching The Housewives. So it just, it's frustrating because, like, Bethany is a person who, like, is producing, whether it's credited or uncredited and whether it's intentional or not, knows that somebody needs to tell people things. And I think that Dorinda looks like an empathetic person and a sympathetic person and a smart person. And I 
like her, even though she can be like rough and mean and all not mean, but like rough and like drunk, drunk and, and sloppy. sloppy. I like that about her because I feel like that's like that's real. And yeah, I, 100%. but I think that like she does a good job of like over communicating to protect her. She thinks she's protecting herself, but of course she's also stirring the pot by letting people know. But somebody needs to do those right. things. So if it's not Carol and Bethany, and it's not like somebody needs to do it. So I don't know. I found that her being the village lady to be like a really stupid argument because I was response to you being like (laughs) I watched that four four times I also want to say like when people are the EP of a reality show like they get to have final say not final say but they get to give notes on a on what they look like if they're on the show they get to say like I don't want to show this and I don't want to show this which is not different than maybe what Bethany's already doing but like it just means that her role is going to be so limited in what we're seeing if this is true that she will be an executive producer so, you know, maybe she already I don't is. think she'll be an executive producer. I think she'll be a producer. I think she'll be an executive producer. I don't... That would never happen. I genuinely don't think that would ever happen. It would be chaos. It uh, would be chaos. It doesn't make any sense for anybody. They don't want the franchise to die, but it wouldn't survive. She would have way too much power. I think... And I, this is interesting that you brought up the... The backdoor pilot, they call it, like a, what a Vanderpump Rules, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the second episode of Beverly Hills. I wonder if, like, Bethany's goal was to, like, build up this, like, was to get involved in producing so that she, and would do, like, I'll do three seasons, and this is what I want to happen over the, like, I need to show this, this, and this, and she knew, hopefully, her her divorce would have, would be done, resolved, and that, like, like, a skinny girl, you know what I mean, like, skinny girl, the spinoff coming, like, is that going to be her, and it's going to be, like, her business, or is it going to be, like, her... Whatever. I mean, her office. Like, is it going to be her Vanderpump Rules, basically? Well, she has said in interviews that she's working on other projects with Bravo. She also said that whole thing with Andy where she initially had come to Andy not about returning to Housewives two seasons ago, but about doing a separate spinoff of, like, a Bethany Ever Now or whatever, Ever Forever. And he said, no, why don't you come back to the Housewives? And I think that what actually happened, which he, they've both spoken about, but what I think happened was he's like, how about you come back to the housewives? And there was another conversation where it's like, okay, I will come back to the housewives for maybe two seasons. And she decided last season to renew again this season to come back. And then after a certain amount of time, grow whatever plot, whatever story, and then spin it into whatever the fuck she wants to talk about. Now, I don't see there being enough material because she's not before when she had her spinoff, it was focusing on growing her business, which she can still do or, maintaining it and also her personal life and her family life um season one was her getting married season two was uh i guess continuing to stay married and season three was a disintegration of her marriage and now having a fucking shit ton of money so if she no longer is married it could be about her dating life which i genuinely don't understand if she's comfortable with that or not or if she's dangling it as a carrot as like a power player that she will talk about it or feature that person at some point um but she's never going to be allowed to have brand on camera because jason absolutely refuses it and to a certain extent more power to him because she's acted like a horrible human being at some whether or not you're a bethany fan you surely you must appreciate that there have been moments where she has behaved reprehensibly so i could understand his position of like my child is never going to be on camera so i don't know how she gets away with that she has to show some never before seen personal life something if it's this guy dennis shields it's gonna be her meeting with her mother next season that's 100 what it's gonna be i don't know how that would be possible because the purpose of her meeting oh actually i just it's it, with Bryn, right but right like they but they're not, not going to show, show it not they won't show they're going to show like honest, i'll sit down with her and her mom damien and like, i'm like holding my face in my hands i'm so uncomfortable with that idea because i really truly believe that she's turning into her mother i really do that her whole thing with her mom was like her mom was a press whore her mom wasn't great with money now bethany is exceptional with money with making money and becoming financially successful but I think some of her issues with her parents being mean and terrible people is something that she's going to have to like circle back with, with her, you know, the therapist that's not on camera. Like, I think that's something that she's going to need to work towards. And I don't really want to see this horrible human person in whichever Bethany exists at that point meeting together, because I think that freaks me out. I just don't, I just wish that she had someone in her corner. Apparently it's not Carol. Apparently Carol just, I don't, Carol like becomes air when she's near Bethany. I I don't think it's on purpose. I think she just isn't strong enough or isn't aware enough to disappear um, 
uh, to maintain her character and have an opinion on camera. I think that Carol will come back next season if Bethany do. You do? Not because she's good TV or that it makes any sense, other than they need to align Bethany with people. And, like, if Bethany is... I just can't imagine Carol being gone with Bethany where, like in the position that she's in right now. Like, it just feels like the mix-up will happen because Jules will be gone, and maybe they'll bring another person in who will be, like... But how could Carol... I mean, The Carol... pro move to do now would be to bring in somebody who had major dirt on Bethany. That's like if I'm a producer, the person I want to come on this season, they won't do that probably to protect that relationship with Bethany. But if I, I would let everybody stay as is and just bring in someone to replace Jules. And it don't you think somebody... that's what they were trying to get Luann to do and it just failed miserably because there wasn't good enough dirt? No, I don't think that Luann tried to do... I mean, Luann tried to do that, the reunion, you mean, with the marriage? Yeah. Yeah, but like that, this is like where you get... I don't know, you get... I don't know. Or, See, they, or they bring Jill Zarin back. It's never going to happen. I, Jill Zarin would come back, but not Bethany would never, I think ever they allow it. They wouldn't be at the same time, yeah. 100% never. I was thinking they would get rid of Carol, and, and Jules is obviously gone, and then bring in someone who was friends with Bethany, like a true friend of Bethany, who maybe could get into the mix with Lou or whatever. I don't see Carol coming back. Carol and Jules were completely, aside from the small moment when, you know, we're talking about Jules and like her life and her difficulties or whatever, they were really non-entities on the couch. And so, and we knew that Jules had got fired um, the first or second episode of the reunion. And Carol, like Carol even online was like telling people that they didn't understand her outfit. And that was like really like not casual, but she's like, it was really, she was using words that I would never attribute to Alexander McQueen, but she was like, it was really demure and stuff. And I'm like, she, cause she said no boobs. And I was like, sweetie, that doesn't mean that you're wearing like a sheath that you're, you're in Alexander McQueen. You look like a reptile. Like that's a, you're in allegedly you're in couture. You're that's not like a day dress. It was strange to me. And also she's been arguing with listeners on Twitter. About, Wait, she's been arguing with viewers she's on been Twitter arguing about with what? Viewers on Twitter about whether or not she's old enough to be Jules's mother, and she <laughs> says that because. Why is she engaging with people, guys? I'm sorry, I'm laughing. I know you hate it, but, but why is she engaging with people about it? I because I think she really thought about it. I mean, I forgot to say this last week, so I'm glad this is reminding me because that moment when Dorinda is throwing some real shade at Carol by saying like, you know, I'm like 50, whatever. And you know, you're 52. And the camera pans to Carol and Carol's face is like. <laughs> wait, what does she do? I don't remember. She, just, she looks so sad. So wait, <laughs> Dorinda looks, and Carol are the same age? Yeah, they're like close to the same age. And Dorinda looks at Carol and Carol's face is like, she's pained. <laughs> so then I went to her Twitter to be like, what is this bitch talking about in uh, reference to her dress? So she literally legit responded to someone who was like, a generation is technically 20 years. I'm only 17 years older than Jules. And to me, I think I'm like a different generation than people that are three years younger than I am. It's like a whole, like they know things that I will never understand. So the oh, fact that Carol. she's, she's so scientific about it. I mean, I guess that's that ABC News journalism background. <laughs> I didn't think Carol would come back for this season either, though. Like, I yeah, didn't think ditto. that. I just don't. She doesn't seem like she's interested in being on the show. And like, I know that a lot of people say like she adds a hipness and a coolness to it. And I don't know if I agree with it, but I don't disagree with it. But I think that translates as not someone who doesn't want to be there. So it's like, why are you here? Like, I want to see the people like Sonia and Ramona and Luann. And Bethany, who want to really be there because it makes for good TV. Maybe Carol just ju- honestly doesn't know what to do. Like, maybe when Bethany came back, it swallowed up whatever air was around her, and she genuinely is not strong enough as a TV personality. She's not a natural personality. She's not. I'm sure she's, like, witty and interesting in her free time, but I don't think she understands the machine that she's currently in, and that's how she gets so easily swallowed up. Because nothing she says is interesting enough at this point with these women who are all extremely strong or extremely specific personalities and the reason that she came through when it was um carol versus aviva was because this was a plot aimed directly at Mm -hmm. her that affected her professionally or whatever and so she was really really upset and now it's like she just doesn't know what to do she just gets swallowed alive when she's around these women and i do think that it She's probably more comfortable with it when she's not near Bethany, understanding that she's a true, genuine friend of Bethany because she doesn't know how to control 
the camera space when she's filming with Bethany versus when she's with the other women. I think she comes off differently. She's like more in control and more powerful relating to however she presents herself and it just entirely dies when she's with Big B. Um, should we touch on the other housewives that were on Yes. This? Oh, my a, God. It was a big week. I, I would love to speak. Can I just ask you one quick question oh, of before we go? Who do you think was the MVP of the season? Who do you think was the MVP of the reunion? Um, MVP of the season. Oh, it's okay. actually really hard. I think it was Ramona. So do I. Oh, my God. I think God. it was Ramona. I think that she played the she played both sides. And I don't mean that in a shitty way. No, I, neither do I. I just I think, think that she was, she was diplomatic. I think yes. that, like, I think she's the only person. Still like, fun, though. Like, she could have been on either on either sofa yeah. and, and it wouldn't have been dramatic. Yes. She was funny. And, um, you know, she didn't show a ton, but I don't know that that was for lack of, like, show, like, of what they filmed. Maybe yeah, it's what got Yeah, I think we were cut. getting enough. I think she was talking enough shade and shit about the other women that I, like, didn't miss anything, honestly. Um, MVP of the reunion, I think I might say, although you might have been in my ear about this now, but I think I might say Dorinda. 100%, totally agree. Yeah, which who would have thought that we would have ended the season of New York being in agreement? Can't believe because it. Because we didn't start that way. Um, and I'm sorry that you were turned by Bethany, but I do feel in some ways, as, I, as if she as she would say, I was right. <laughs> what, is her, what does she say? Um, I know it all. Yeah, like, I know it all. I am just going to give a little bit of air there and say that even though, like, she has to do a lot of work to repair a relationship, I think that she could. I don't think it's likely, Luanne but I think it's could. possible. <laughs> On Watch What Happens Live, Luann said, like, I hope we'll be able to be friends. And I thought, like... I think that was really great coaching. I was going to say, like, do you think that, like, they just... She at least feels like she needs to say that in order to, like, keep her job yes. security. Like, that yes. she's open to yes. working with her again, basically. Yes. I think when someone's calling you a cockroach and you live in New York City, you know that's not, like, a t- wonderful compliment. But <laughs> she's, like, trying to give enough there to look like the bigger person. So kudos to her. She's also very tall. Um, um Which... Who do you want to talk about now? I feel I like mean, there's a lot. I want to talk about OC, Anna, because I want to talk about... The, the, what I, I want to talk about the Vicky. Like, I actually don't feel like I have a lot to say about the other housewives. I feel like I have a point about each of them. The point about OC is that, like, I don't think Shannon for sure didn't know the severity of the accident. Wait, did or didn't? Did not. Yes, agreed. And I don't 100% know that, that Megan did it initially either because there was, like, a whole, like, it was like super like those stakes weren't high in Heather's telling of what happened right. and Kelly was drinking a beer in the background and that's not like I'm not throwing shade at Kelly it's just like it wasn't 100% clear yeah, I if you're on the phone I would have been drinking had I been there 100%. if you were on the phone if you're Megan on the phone and you're hearing this it's like oh you guys had an accident oh okay and then it was like do you want to go to the hospital and it's like no, don't try to produce a story right now for me because I'm pregnant and I don't want to go to see a person I don't like. So I actually was 100% on Megan and Vicky's, I mean, I'm sorry, Megan and Shannon's side. And then, so on the first, like, two weeks ago. And then this week, there was more of the same. And I loved that Heather, like, really was pushing it to be like, oh my God, this is despicable. And it's like, no one is friends with Vicky right now. And so, like, I understand that it's sad that, like, she was in a hospital by herself, whatever. If they cared that much, they could have gone. It did not make sense for those other women to go. And maybe it made sense for Megan to go, but, like, you didn't communicate that to her based on the way you told her. Also, she went to Vicky's birthday party because she was, as, like, I'll go to the party, but, like, we're not friends. And maybe everyone doesn't get to see that interview, but, like, they go to the events. Like, that's what you sort of do. Right. But to, like, suggest that she needs to be the person to be at Vicky's bedside was baffling to me. And the fact that Tamara, Heather, and... Kelly were like appalled was just like well why doesn't why can't one of you go oh your families are here but I don't understand Megan's also pregnant like not not that that's a good excuse but like either is the fact that your families are here like go see her if you care it just seemed like a weird thing and I felt like Heather was like yes I have something to follow through with and then I'm very team like I can't believe myself sometimes but like I'm very team Megan like she came into that lunch First of all, Heather didn't order anything, which is so annoying and tacky. And she was like, I didn't order anything. And then Heather, Megan was like, okay, I'll get a watermelon salad. And then Megan <laughs> genuinely stared her in the fucking eyes and apologized. And Heather was like, oh, there goes the thing I thought was going to be my storyline for the whole season. Heather looked so shocked and almost annoyed when Megan's like, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. And then Heather tried to, uh, Heather tried to continue it. And Megan's like... No, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh my God, poor you. Oh, for the children. And I was like, 
Megan King Edmonds is kind of a baller. She's like a sneak attack. She was like that with fucking Brooks too. Like you don't expect her to be so smart and have those like she's, elements of shade. She's kind of a genius. Yeah, is she incredibly smart? And I just assume that she's not. Like she's really I, savvy. And she is. And I was like, and she was still giving in the confessionals. And I was like, oh my god, what is that? Because Heather one hundred percent got played in that conversation a hundred percent but you didn't leave it feeling like Megan was a dick you left it feeling feeling like Heather was acting like a bully like it didn't Heather's responses and trying to goad her and being so flippant about the fact that yeah Megan is pregnant and I'm sure is hormonal from both the medical treatments she had with IVF or whatever and also now she's pregnant her husband is never there which you know you were at this thing saying now saying that you have PTSD which is like the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life is Heather Dubrow saying she was PTSD. The only reason she would have it is because she had to be near one of her children for more than eight hours without a nanny being present. I mean, that is that was ludicrous to me. I like Heather. I just I like didn't Heather too. Hexagonal ice forever. I was just was sort of like, this is dumb, and I don't know how. I don't know. I think there's a lot of some surprises in store for us with OC. It's been like a really consistent season and like in like lots of like little bursts of like conflict that seemingly like are getting resolved. Opposed to New York, which was like one huge conflict. It was like John Dorinda resolve, Luann and Bethany Berkshire's resolve, re, quote unquote resolve, and then time, like, Tom, time, time, bleeding, yeah. bleeding. Yeah, um, Jules Tom, eating disorder Regency. and then Tom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm, I think that I'm excited for OC. I wonder where it's going to go. I also am into OC because they have a they have less housewives, right? Like they have less people to follow. It feels yeah. it always feels a little easier to like wrap your head around. Oh wait, I'm sorry. I, I thought I had one point about OC, but I have two. And the other one is, what do you think about Vicky sending pictures of herself? on the gurney okay can you explain that to me because i swear to god i watched the episode twice and i didn't understand because i think they were using the word selfie inappropriately so like initially there's a photo of her on a gurney that i guess leaked to tabloids or something that she didn't take that someone else had taken of her on the gurney but then also in communication with megan at the hospital she was taking selfies of herself and sending them to megan and then i guess shannon was upset because she was like why is this woman taking Someone, selfies? Yeah, and then I so mean, they showed I, one of the I have she taken a hospital was, selfie. And it was like her in a, it was like, I don't know, I'm, I'm like demonstrating, but they showed <laughs> a, a scene of like Megan showing someone, maybe yeah, Shannon, so I think that a picture, was, and it was a picture right. of her like on a gurney yeah. from like someone else was taking. Right. And so I was also confused. So I guess maybe she also took, she took selfies, real selfies, but I think she, she did. but it I also seemed like it. when it happened that maybe she asked somebody to take photos of her. And that, that was? was my understanding. And then Tamara on Watch What Happens Live said that when someone called in and asked if they felt like Vicky played into being the victim, Tamara, who obviously resolved her friendship with Vicky but since has disintegrated Had a again, huge falling out. Yeah. said she did. And I, you know, it's her word against hers, but I just feel like, like I don't want to vilify Vicky for being in an accident, but. I thought it was weird that the women were the like if it was real. Why weren't either of her children able to come if it was a real emergency? I know that they had a well, reason, apparently. Well, Brianna was legit sick. sick. So anytime anyone says anything about Brianna not feeling feeling well, I 100% am like, she's she's dying. But it's like, like where crying. was it's Gina like, Keel? Like, there had to be where somebody was Gina, else. Where was Michael? A real friend who or family member it who It didn't feel like there. it was life or death. It felt like it was a serious accident in that she got... Because of her initial symptoms, it could have been something a lot worse. So she couldn't go to the same hospital that Tamara went to. So they had to... What's it called? Helivac or Helimed. But like, why couldn't one of the RVs just go and be like, "Well, we're gonna leave after this." It Heather just... said that the packing took so long, That's and her... it was a far, it was a further away. It was a trauma one hospital. It wasn't the same hospital that Tara right, was yes. at. I yes, I just think that like there is a level of like this doesn't make sense. Well, that's what Shannon was people. saying, and then Shannon was like, "Listen, if she got admitted to the hospital, once I found out what it was, it, had she been admitted, if it was in an ER atmosphere." non-family members aren't going to be allowed to be with her if it's a real serious life or death situation. I feel situation. like Shannon and Megan are playing the reality of this scene and then the other women are like trying to play into right. some weird reality, like TV and stuff. And also Heather's saying that she has like nightmares every night. I'm like, get over yourself, honestly. It's there actually are... insulting to people who have PTSD that yes. like, because she's making it like, 
I mean, and like, also, if she was funny, like Sonia, at least maybe I'd laugh about it. But right, like, but it she's, wasn't funny. She's, she's, she's she believes too, it. Like, she's like, focused about what she's she, like, why don't you feel bad for me for this situation that I was in where I was not seriously hurt and neither were my friends? Like, it could have been worse. Sure, it could mm-hmm. have been worse. And we could circle back and go but back I'm, to Glamis Dunes and throw you under a car and see what happens. And I'm sure we would all be very supportive. But right now, we're in a situation where you have aches and pains. Like, lo- get over it. Get Terry to inject something in your neck and call it a day. I love that. Heather, like, I love that Megan shut Heather down, though. Um, I was 100% into it. I couldn't get enough of it. I just thought that was, like, I thought it was crazy. I also thought it was phenomenal that Brianna was, like, Vicky was exaggerating. My mother does that. I just thought it was, it was weird, and it was weird to me that Heather was saying to Shannon, like, why aren't you mad at Megan? I, I was like, why is this any of your business, sweetie? Like, you're not good enough at this. Like, go back to the ice. Choose another shape and call it a day. Um, I did think that the most important moment of the episode was the teaser for next week. When oh, I don't our, remember. Can you tell me? Um, are I you rem- kidding? I really don't remember. When Shannon's daughters have some weird rock concert oh. that I wanted to into. Oh, my God. Yes, I remember it. Oh, my God. That, okay, no, okay again, that felt like... That's, that's, that's real life. That's real life. That's production knowing that they're coming and knowing and like that hurts my heart i don't think it was production knowing i think it was david wanting or maybe inviting his no no that wasn't production that was david inviting his mom and sister and thinking it would be okay because you know i don't know if they were at the val yeah (laughs) david's crying um because they maybe i don't know if they were at the val renewal maybe not but that was david saying like this is a family event i'm inviting my side of the family i'm sure they'll behave on camera and them not behaving on camera or maybe he invited them that day and didn't think they would show up and they did but first off, I couldn't tell the difference between which one was his mom and which one was his sister. So oh. that's like Midwest values for you, number one. Sorry, guys. Number two, um, I can tell who's older. They both look super old. I don't remember where they look like. I'm just they, sad they were, about it. It was fine. And then them saying on camera that he's perfect or something, he made a mistake and she pushed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you are a woman person. You should understand... I mean, I assume his mother is still married. Maybe his sister's married. Do you not understand that the wife is not to blame or the significant other is not to blame if someone else cheats? That that is like the most by-the-book bullshit explanation you could ever make. And to make Shannon the culprit for being cheated, for her own self being cheated on is like reprehensible. So when she runs out of there and it's like, are you kidding me? I'm like, oh my God, this is gonna, that's gonna be a ripple effect for Shannon and David, that's not going to end quickly because they had to go to therapy where Shannon fake died and was laying down in front of a tombstone for them to really solidify their reconnection. Like, this is going to completely fuck up the honeymoon phase of their vow renewal and everything else. I thought it was cra- crazy crackerjacks. I'm and sad. I'm super sad about it. Can't wait to see it. Um, <laughs> I think that's. All I have to say about OC, I mean, like, we could just, let's just, like, run through some Jersey stuff. I mean, what were your, I felt like it was the first episode of New Jersey where I had something to say. And what I need to say is that I'm obsessed with Siggy Flicker and need her oh, every moment of her. my life. And if there was ever a spinoff that needed to happen for someone from Jersey that doesn't involve, you know, Joe, Judy J being on speakerphone from the clink, then it is Siggy Flicker. Maybe sitting me down for 12 to 14 episodes. And, like, every episode is <laughs> devoted to a different issue in my life. And just, like, talking to me. Like, Siggy solved all or something. I'm soups into it. Can't. Couldn't love her more. I thought she was couldn't on love her she family was on more. Live and they asked, um, and Carol Amanda was on. I thought it was a great pairing because they're kind of my, like, they're my two favorite people who have ever been on New Jersey Housewives. Oh, I'm and so glad And someone sort of, like, up. called and then asked about, like, you know, whether, like, whether about Teresa and her relationship with Kathy and Rosie and also like Teresa and Melissa making up and I like I love what Siggy said because like I don't necessarily agree with it but I think that she's somebody who has a lot of perspective in just like life and I someone I like I get why she is a person who is like a life coach or a matchmaker whatever she does because like she said someone if you didn't see you know someone said of like about Carolyn said she hoped that they're really the Melissa and Teresa getting like on good terms was genuine and so he was like who cares if it's not like if it's just for TV 
and that leads them to live a better life for their children and for Teresa and her brother. And I was like, that's honest. And that's also like, that's real life. Like we all have to put on a good face with some relationships to maintain other ones. And like if Teresa and Melissa aren't like genuinely best friends, that's okay. As long as they are genuinely like in it to like not make each other look shitty on television to maintain the family piece, that's cool. And also when she said, someone said like about Teresa and Kathy and Rosie, and I'm sort of like, I'm Kathy and Ro- I'm team Kathy and Rosie in that situation. But what Siki said was she said, I think Kathy and Rosie are fabulous. And she said, I think Teresa is more fabulous. And she said, you know, that drama is Teresa's mother and or Teresa's yes. father and Kathy and Rosie's mother. It starts That's, with that older that starts generation. With them. It's, not, it's not these women. And it's not for them to resolve. So like... And I appreciated that. I was like, oh, you know what? That's actually great perspective because I do think it's shitty that Teresa treats her cousins like that. But if my parent was like... how to hate my cousins. Exactly. And also was like, we're not talking to them. And if you do, it's betraying me. I would take my mother's side opposed to my cousin's side. Like, I mean, I don't know. But like, it's just, it is, it was interesting hearing her play devil's advocate. I think she's super smart and seems really... Um, enlightened and I love loved. her ex-husband love the whole ex-husband new, like yeah. new wife new baby love them interacting yeah I agree um, can I ask you one thing about that watch what happens live mm-hmm. that moment that everyone uh, on the streets is talking about where Caroline Manzo discloses that she and Dina are done forever which started because Dina Manzo tweeted during mm-hmm. Watch What Happens Live that Siggy was great at giving relationship advice, which I guess could look like shade or whatever. And then Andy brings up either nonchalantly or knowing that they're no longer speaking and says, like, how are you and Dina? Expecting that they would be he, fine. I don't think he knew based on his reaction, but who knows? Because he was, I think he was in shock. Yeah. Um, and then she says, we're done forever. And then Dina goes on a Twitter tirade and oh. says that Caroline no is not only not speaking to Dina, but is not speaking to their parents, which I did not know and really kind of fucked me up in the head because I was like, what the fuck happened where your parents are elderly and you're no longer talking to them? I mean, I think that's, if true, kind of strange and doesn't reflect well on Caroline. I mean, I don't know what happened, but I'm dying to know what happened. I don't know if I ever will or if it'll maybe come up the next time she's on Watch What Happens Live. I don't see that ever coming up on her spinoff because her spinoff is very fluffy. Yeah. I mean, you know, for better or worse, it's like not, it's not I really I would love like for Carolina to come back. She will never though now. Oh, to especially, Jersey? Especially never. without being like an EP because of everything else. Um. So what did you think about the Joe Melissa fighting? I don't I don't know. I can't stand Joe. I think that it's Gorga. Like, I just like I don't. I can't stand the way he talks to Melissa. And like oh his yeah, yeah, machismo yeah. is like it's so hyper like masculine that it's like it's unreal to me. It's so such a joke. But um, but yeah, I mean I. I couldn't tell whether or not it was real. Like the the fight in a weird, their weird was, like I think it was. Movie I actually forgot fight. about it. Honestly, Sarah, I think it was. Yeah. I think it was fake. Like I think it was just like it felt like it she was, was fake, like I want to have a business for, too. Right. Like, oh, do you? <laughs> it felt like a lot of it was. There might have been a a grain of truth there because I do see him being like super old school Italian. But I also think it was probably like they're like we need some sort of drama to talk about that we can work our way through. Like let's do this and then call it a day. It felt a little bit staged. There was something weird there. I mean, I don't know. New- Jersey now is, like, growing on me. I was into it. I was into Melania being quiet and sweet. I agree. With Nick. I thought that was really great. Um, I'm nervous to see what the fuck happens with Tree and Jack, but according to Siggy on WWHL, um, there's a lot of, you know, love there, so maybe it'll work out for the best after they scream at each other and call each other felons or whatever. I mean... Let's see what happens. It will be interesting. I did think it was kind of crazy that Teresa was surprised that Adriana knew she had been in jail. I can't believe that the night she walked back, there wasn't a moment of like, Mommy, how was jail? I mean, I can't believe that she's teaching her kids not to talk about their feelings. Not directly, but indirectly. Mm -hmm. I think if I was like a six or seven-year-old and I felt instinctively not to talk to my mother about where she had been for a year, that's not a great set up for how this child is going to behave to any kind of emotional crises that they'll run into in their lives but we'll see what happens hopefully they're hopefully she learns from that and they're more open about where the fuck joe is i mean i think that's weird i think that wasn't great i got a little nervous for adriana there but we'll see what happens i mean the other kids seem great but they seem <laughs> gabriella's <laughs> they seem also nice. like ap like french 
club, so. She was? Uh, she's, like, doing her AP, like. Oh, my God. Gabriella was, like, over it when they were doing that little um, fun trip with Nick. She was, like, not. Was she there? Yeah, she you know, was. She was, like, on the couch, like, giving eyes. Like, it was kind of, um, it was interesting. I thought you were actually going to mention that. It, uh, yeah, it was, it I was thought I was, lo- I was looking for her. I don't remember her being there. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it was kind of, like, Jersey is, like, you know, growing a little bit. It's getting a little better, which I was into. And I guess no more New York. It was a good week. Yeah, it was a good week. There was, there was some stuff happening. I think OC is going to get better and better, and next week is going to be phenomenal. Um, oh, and I think that we'll be back soon, but we are going to, like, take a minute. We're going to pause, and we're going we're gonna to try and um, upgrade our look. Yes, guys, we've heard your thoughts on audio, and we're listening to you. So we're going to go on a two-week hiatus. Yeah, we'll be back soon, and we, um, we love doing this, so we hope you'll tweet us and keep us engaged. Yes, talk to us on Twitter. We love y'all. Bye. Bye.